0: The word hustle means that you work hard. It means that you work hard every single day. It means you do the things that other people won't do and you do them with a sense of joy and purpose because you love
1: it. Welcome to A Cup of tea and a podcast of discussions that are just as vital as your daily cuppa. Welcome back to another episode of A Cup of Tea, and you guys. Today we're talking about toxic hustle culture. T here, and it's E here. Should we start with
0: where hustle culture actually began? Yeah, so, yes. Yeah, so I have here that it started in the 1990s and early 20s. Actually, like termed in hip hop culture, and rappers started to fold the idea of hustling into their lyrics. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was quite interesting because I didn't actually know that. Um, Did you not? No, I didn't. I didn't know. There's it like began. so many songs that like hustling. I know. This. Yeah, but I didn't know that was like the origin of
1: hustle. Okay. Like, yeah. Fair yeah. Hustle culture, what, what does it promote? What do you think it promotes? To me, it has a lot to do with obviously working hard and making a lot of money. A lot of the time, that's a kind of traditional sense that I think of it in. Mm-hmm. But then I also think what we're exploring today is how that can become too much um, and how it can become toxic basically
0: okay so i actually googled i actually googled this just to see like what the actual term and what people define it as so Mm. google says hustle culture promotes simply accomplishing as many tasks as possible with little regard to the quality of the work churned out which is very interesting Mm. because you're not necessarily you're not yeah you're not necessarily being productive right And then it also says that many other studies around showing that working long long hours um, shows that it's detrimental to both productivity and creativity, especially in the long run. Basically, to hustle means just to do lots and lots and lots and lots of things at once.
1: Yeah. And then obviously that impacts the quality of the stuff that you're doing. Well, that's interesting because you always hear about people hustling, right? Mm -hmm. But you never actually think about the quality of the hustle that they're doing
0: where has it stemmed from this, mm. this hustle culture and i personally think it's come from like the american dream and from the idea of you know you can achieve anything you want despite what what place you are in in the society mm. um, with hard work you can you know we have a we have a meritocrat merit how do you say it i can't say it
1: meritocratic
0: <laughs> meritocratic society where <laughs> anyone can achieve anything and that's kind of been fed down from the American dream and that's fed through
1: in media. But is that wrong because I don't know I don't think that that's wrong I think it's I think that's quite empowering to have like um yeah well, I think it's kind of bullshit because,
0: <laughs> because it's one of those things. It completely disregards of the barriers that people face. Having a white woman, for example, I'm, I'm just going to speak about women because we're women. Having a white woman okay. and say a black woman and those two people have different barriers. And to say that they both have an equal chance at
1: achieving whatever they want is bullshit. Yeah, but that's because you're reading it as an equal chance. I, I don't think I read it that way. I think from what you just said, I found that as like okay if you work hard you can you can get somewhere that you want to and I think that's that that in itself is empowering and I think yeah you have to acknowledge other people have different barriers it depends where you are it depends what you're doing and you might have to work five times as hard just to get like half as far as someone else, which is just like unfortunately the way it is.
0: That's not merit that's what I'm saying. That's not merit across
1: it. I can't
0: fucking say it, man. That's merit not <laughs> <across> <laughs> <it>. that's not <laughs> that's not that. That's not the ideology. And it, it stems from capitalism because capitalism basically says that, you know, no matter who you are I know we're getting into this too <laughs> deep, too soon but it's basically so Greek. <laughs> it just says like no matter who you are you can achieve like whatever you want and I just think that that's not true I mean yeah I agree with hard work and I'm, I love people who work hard like I, I'm not taken away from that like, you are
1: someone that works hard Yeah, work.
0: hard work is not bad but what is bad is telling everyone that no matter no matter where you come from no matter how much money your parents have no matter what your sex is no matter what your religion is what your race is you are all the same and you will all achieve the same things if you do the same amount of work, which is bullshit.
1: Yeah, I don't disagree with that. I just read it as a bit of a positive way. Like, if you work hard, you can achieve your dreams. Which, but yeah, which... no, I'm not. Saying, I'm not saying that you're wrong. I think that's that's a fair enough point. And I think maybe I didn't take into account other barriers. I think everybody views it that way, right?
0: When they see this, mm. and that can sometimes be the problem. How I'm viewing it right now, then everyone who is in a position of power. You start to unpick how they got there and Mm -hmm. um, did they
1: have any, you know, unfair advantage that somebody else didn't have potentially. I think it comes to light every day, like when you're at work. So both of us work in professional places. If you know what this kind of structure is of any big firm. Yeah. As you go like higher, you go from like a kind of consultant analyst level and then you go like senior consultant and then manager and then senior manager. And from there, it's just well in my company anyways like director and partner Mm -hmm. and what I've noticed is that yeah it's really diverse and there are so many different people from so many different backgrounds but as soon as you hit like director there's just barely any diversity there Mm -hmm. so I think definitely the people that have made it that far have clearly had some kind of advantage in their background you don't don't even need to look at like your companies just look at politics
0: right look at the people in power there Donald Trump was president of
1: don't.
0: So, like, how is that merit across? I can't fucking say that word. How is that the American dream? Because the guy had a no political. Um, I'm
1: not saying sense. he's the American <laughs> dream. No, but
0: that's what I'm saying. And they're they're feeding they're feeding people this this like ideology and saying you can achieve anything with hard work. And then you have people who are completely underqualified doing a job that they shouldn't be doing just because you know they know people and they have good networks and they're white and they're a man
1: yeah (laughs) anyway right at what point does this hustle culture where you are trying to work hard and trying to really build for yourself and achieve things become too much or not not even just too much just actually become toxic where you're either not putting yourself first and your health including your mental health or you're belittling others that aren't doing the exact same thing as you
0: where does it become toxic basically because we're we're not saying that hard work is bad and we're not saying that yeah you can't achieve things with hard work and maybe it's ironic that like we're going back and forth but there's a massive but and I think that especially in recent years I think it's been accelerated a lot in the last maybe like 10 years or so there's this theme of just Dangerously working too hard and doing extreme long hours and ticking as many boxes as you can in a short space of time, but for what? What are we doing all this for?
1: Yeah.
0: And you have to you you have to ask. where do you kind of like draw the line with it? When is it enough? Like because
1: then you can it can also become addictive and then you get into like a spiral. And And I agree. And I think your idea of like why are you doing it is is really valid. Like what what is it that we're doing it for? Let's talk about internalised capitalism. What is it?
0: The predetermined measure of human
1: worth in a capitalist society is productivity. When
0: we internalise this capitalist belief, we accept that our worth is essentially tied to our productivity. And this results in immense pressure to always be productive, to feel valuable. It's just, you know, attaching your self-worth to how much work you do
1: or how much Mm -hmm. money you make. Yeah. And you spoke about this once before, I think if you I think you said if you haven't felt productive, then you don't feel good about yourself. Yeah. Um, and it was only recently that we that we learned about this kind of term of internalized capitalism. And I think it's really interesting because you constantly, personally, anyway, I'm constantly thinking, right, I should be doing this. I should be doing that. And if I'm resting, I feel guilty because I'm like, oh, I have like tax things to do. Or I have like reading to do. Or I have like a bunch of other stuff to do. And it doesn't let me actually unwind and relax because I just feel uncomfortable that I'm ignoring certain things. When I actually saw what it was, I felt so, I felt so attacked. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so is that why I just don't want to relax? Or when I do, I do it stressfully.
0: Well, yeah, because that is a symptom. So symptoms of internalized capitalism are actually feeling guilty uh, for resting, which is what you've just said. Yeah. Um, it's prioritizing productivity over your health, which is what I do all the time. I never mm-hmm. take sick days. Um, it, never do. <laughs> it's, feeling, it's feeling lazy, even when you are experiencing pain or trauma. It's equating your productivity with happiness. I do this all the time. This is, I'm a massive... What do you mean by that? Like, So, for instance, if you've not done a good piece of work or if you've not done something that you're proud of, then you won't be happy. I don't know, for me, for instance, like if I was to write like a blog post, I'd I'd consider that day like a happy day, which is, Mm. no, I don't know, because it's difficult. Because to me, the reason why it's happy is because it's because I like writing or and I'm trying to improve my writing. But also,
1: it is internalised capitalism. It's because we're always trying to produce. Yeah, it's not that you're even making money off it as of yet anyway. Well, no, I'm not yeah, but like the idea is that that's how you feel productive because that's how you're developing yourself. Yeah. And before you finish off the other symptoms, that's something that we saw a lot in lockdown. Every single post or every single person was like, "I'm doing this course. Yeah. I picked up this instrument. Here's what I've produced. I've like done this dance and I've done this and that." And it's just like that's great. And I think it's it's amazing that people have used their time in lockdown to develop those skills that you don't normally have time to. But then you see like LinkedIn posts that are like, in lockdown, I did this, this, this and this. Why is there so much emphasis on developing yourself? Like do it yourself, enjoy it and think about why you're doing it. Because if you're doing it to make a LinkedIn post or if you're doing it to make an Instagram story, then that is not really productive. Yeah. But also we're in a fucking pandemic. (laughs) (laughs) Like... (laughs) No because I'm
0: sick of seeing people like pushing other people to be doing things And like I think it was P Diddy who posted um and we'll get to Instagram posts in a minute by the way but yeah. <laughs> I think I think it was P Diddy who posted an Instagram post saying like you know if you didn't like create your business in 2020 or something like that yeah then, you know you didn't like it wasn't ex- what did he say it's not time to it wasn't have, it was
1: yeah it was yeah discipline or something yeah
0: or ex- you made excuses I'm, like, I'm just like people
1: are losing their lives <laughs> like come on For real? people are losing a lot like not just their lives their yeah. jobs they well, like their i mean they yeah. lives, like, like it's, come it's on man
0: like have some sense <laughs> like where where do these people draw the line that's what i'm saying i
1: think p diddy's like quite he's all right man Like, he's chilling in his no, well, whatever mansion i was like, I was like get um, out of here like no I- i'm not saying he's all right i'm saying he's his um life situation is probably fine he probably doesn't need to worry about losing a job well that's what I mean yeah
0: so that's why he's coming from that perspective but then people like us who are actually feeling the weight of the pandemic then look at that post and then we have this internalized conflict with ourselves because we're like maybe
1: he's right why am I not doing that maybe it is me do you know what I mean yeah I am not disciplined enough exactly I am not hardworking enough that's the other thing this is the other thing that I've struggled with so much finding that balance between actually resting and working hard and I think like I said obviously I feel guilty when I do rest and I'm just like oh I should be doing this I should be doing that and it's not just in a work sense or like the content that we produce or the other things that I do but even in training or exercise I can never draw the line between no my body needs to rest because I'm aching versus no I need to really push myself because that's how I'm going to get results Mm -hmm. so this theme of am I doing too much or not enough? It echoes in every single part of my life. I don't know if you find that as well. Yeah. Or even to... To, to be honest, extent. no.
0: I never... This is the problem. Really? To be honest, I'm always You're like... just I like, no, more. I need to do more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, more, more. And it's, it's actually interesting that we're doing this episode because I am like awful hustling and like hustling in, like, in quotation marks and awful like hard work and all doing as much as you can. But I do think that you need to realise that there is a line
1: I think we're on on the same path but in different places because yeah. I think you've just realized that there there needs to be a line whereas normally you're like more 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 yeah. whereas I realized a long time ago that there needs to be a line I just can't find it.
0: Yeah. Or you don't want to find it. But anyway that's a different story. Yeah, that's true. That's true.
1: Um so what's interesting is how capitalism has turned our hobbies into side, into side yeah. hustles, right? So this death of the hobby has become normalized into this reality where if you are doing something like creating something nice for a friend yeah. suddenly it's like oh let me set up an instagram page let me put um, a price on this and let me just sell them yeah. because why not and yeah. that's great like i think that's really entrepreneurial and i think it's it's really great for you if you if you're doing stuff like that but it's not necessarily something that's that's that helpful because as in helpful to society, because then you're losing out on the people that don't get paid to do the stuff that they actually really like, because eventually we're going to w- work towards a system where no one's going to do anything if they don't get paid. And that would be really sad because like it would yeah. be the death of the arts. It's also like what it means to you, right? Because a yeah. hobby is one thing. And then as soon as you put a price tag on
0: it, it becomes a job. It's no longer a hobby. Um, you have to ask yourself, because a lot of these people who turn these, turn these hobbies into side hustles, a lot of these people have jobs already. So it's not mm. like they necessarily need the money to like survive because you're being pressured by society to do more things. Mm. We always need to question ourselves, are we perpetrating the cycle of toxic hustle
1: culture? Some of the ways in which you can try and overcome that internalised feeling of feeling that your productivity determines your self-worth is just to become aware of how it impacts your life. So we've talked a lot about how you should always question yourself, am I doing this for the right reasons? Are my intentions right? And do I actually want to do it? Or do I just want to keep this as a hobby? Or whatever it And rejecting that culture of having to constantly do something if you don't actually feel uh, if you're just doing it to compare yourself to others or to be better than others or be the same as others. Um, And I think lastly, surrounding yourself with people that also align with your vision um, and your values, which is something that we've talked about in previous episodes. So seeing those values is is really important, but also surrounding yourself with people that also have them is vital as well. Mm -hmm. That
0: brings me on to now social media, because it's difficult. You can surround yourself with people who are like you and who do reject toxic hustle culture. But you can't really escape it, right? Because it's all over Instagram, and it's all over so social media in general. I don't no. just want to say Instagram. Yeah, go on. Yeah, I
1: know. You know when we when we talk about Instagram, like <laughs> Instagram is so bad, and it does this and it shows. Yeah. this, Maybe we're just following the wrong people. <laughs> maybe. We're doing maybe. It yeah. Maybe.
0: But I don't think we are, right? Because you don't have to go very far to find these people. It's true. It's of true, course, true. yeah. We are all in our echo chambers, and that's what algorithms do. They put people in those like corners, if you like. But. Yeah. Social media is a massive part of toxic hustle culture And it has definitely accelerated the movement Like you see influencers for example Posting like so much crap about their Lifestyle every (laughs) single day And how hard they've worked to achieve All all these things that they have when in reality They've probably just posted like a raunchy picture Have gained a following from it And then they're selling you flipping like weight loss tea
1: And you're there feeling bad about Your life. What would you say though To someone like my dad who'd be like Okay just don't look at it. (laughs) Just get off Instagram
0: Yeah well yeah that's fine but We live in a generation where you can't get off of it, you know? (laughs) We're we're a part of a world now where if you're not on Instagram that you miss so much, just in general, not having Instagram means that you're so out of touch with your generation. I didn't think of it like that. I do think so. If you tried not to have it for about two years, I think that you'd miss a lot.
1: Yeah, that is fair enough. But I also think we talk about it a lot and we talk about other social media a lot. Mm. But I think that's because we're in this world at the moment where our social connection is through social media. I think it actually is all around us, whether we agree with it or not, whether we go and find it or not. Like even if you go to Sainsbury's and you look at the magazine section, yeah. you've got so many influencers or celebs yeah. that look a certain way and you're constantly bombarded with it. Even if you watch TV, even if you watch a film, like you're, you're constantly bombarded with it. Yeah. This isn't just from social media. It's the the small nuanced things that are put in certain pieces of art or creativity that you then consume that teaches you to think a certain way
0: no I agree because like I said it started in the 2000s right and that was you know through films and stuff like that yeah but it's not in it's not in the same way how it is today right so that media is different to social media Mm. it's a it's a complete different ball game the way social media interacts with people like with our everyday lives is completely different to how old media, I'm gonna term it old media. Okay. Um used to interact with us, right? Because Instagram has given people every single individual person, not just celebrities or like the elites, it's given everyone a platform to show all the work and everything that they're doing. Mm.
1: So you're constantly having to keep up. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think you're you're completely right in that it's not just Instagram, obviously all social medias, but it's it has definitely been a catalyst for this Movement, as you say, and another way to kind of undermine people and and make people feel bad about themselves yeah. it's glamorized workaholics
0: and it's mm. glamorized like working twenty four seven and having no rest and a yeah. lot of this is through stupid memes that we're gonna, <laughs> that we're gonna read out to you right now. some of these are absolutely ridiculous <laughs> like. You see some of this crap and I'm just like, who writes this shit? Like, why is it allowed for people to just post this nonsense
1: on Instagram? I've got one. Are you ready? Yeah, go on. This year is filled with 365 opportunities. Get back on your hustle. The reason that this is not okay um, is because, yeah, every day has a lot of opportunities but you don't have to take every single opportunity that comes your way like that is a clear way to create a really bad sense of FOMO in yourself like as if if I don't do everything every single day then I'm missing out or I'm not doing enough yeah so that's why I personally think that that one is ridiculous. But,
0: but also life doesn't work like that. Like life yeah. is usually a collection of lots of little events mm. that you probably don't even realise are happening to you. And then you look back in five years and you realise how much you've accomplished. It's yeah. not a drastic thing that you're going to make changes every day. Another one that we've just found was stay ahead of the competition. Watch webinars while they watch Netflix. Go to seminars <laughs> while they go to concerts. Go to the gym while they go to bars. Work on your side hustle while they go to bed. Right, I just want to say that sleep is very important. (laughs) So please do not compromise your sleep, people. These people are trying to create a culture where you are like living in misery while trying to achieve like 700 different things at once.
1: And not just that while you're doing it, you're belittling others or not belittling, but you're creating this superiority complex yeah. where, yeah, but you what you guys like watch Netflix and yeah. I watch so much better stuff. It's like, yeah. relax, man. Everyone watches whatever they want. It's, yeah. just, and it's just not that
0: deep. And it's also like life is about enjoyment. Do you know what I mean? Like we've only yeah. got one shot to live. Why not enjoy it while we're here? Why be why be miserable? It doesn't make any
1: sense. You can work hard
0: and play yeah. hard.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. I don't disagree with the stuff that they're saying. I think it's probably good to educate yourself and, and be driven. I think the, oh, the reason I take yeah, the reason I take issue with that post is because of what it does to people that are not constantly working and no one is constantly working. And that idea of you're not doing enough and showing you in a really passive aggressive way you are never doing enough. Yeah. Because if you watch one episode of Netflix, now you, you now you should feel bad because you're yeah. wasting your time. Yeah. And we had this conversation last time, didn't we, about having to just have time where your brain is just switched, switched off, off and you're doing just enjoyable and relaxing things. Um, and your brain needs that time to just recuperate and if that's watching trash tv then just watch it it's just not that
0: and you don't need to earn your rest like you can rest even if you haven't been productive that day it's fine we are human beings do you know what i mean like i I can't stress this enough i feel like we should be telling ourselves that i'm always reading these memes before bed i'm like damn it i'm going to bed at 10 o'clock while these people (laughs) are working but (laughs) work like hell now it will be worth it in the end
1: this is—I kind of agree with this one. Not gonna lie I don't one. <laughs> No, I think it depends what you mean by workout. Because when we were talking about when we were preparing this um, episode, yeah, we were talking about some of our friends who literally go straight into really corporate jobs after graduating. Yeah, and they work stupid hours, like from seven in the morning, sometimes earlier, until like two in the morning the next day, and that's like their standard schedule. And it's just—it's just ridiculous how they can get into this routine where sleep is so is so disposable yeah you don't eat, like, it's, it's almost like yeah but that's just something that I just can't I can't make time for and sleep is literally the only thing that you will completely die without you can go without food water but sleep is something that you literally can't and I think a lot of our friends or at least a few of our friends have got seriously ill because of it um, and if you think that working in a, this is one example. This isn't talking about setting up businesses or like working for yourself. But if you're talking about working in a corporate setting, and this is a very niche example. Then thinking about going in there, doing two years, making a bunch of money, and then coming out is just not worth it. Working like hell, which is what to me that sounds like, um, is just not worth it. You will destroy your body in the process, and you will feel are uncomfortable with anything less than what you were doing before because you'll have this warped view and twisted view of how you think hard work looks like and then when you stop and come out of that you're never going to feel like you're working as hard Mm -hmm. even though when you're there you're just half asleep anyway.
0: Yeah, it's interesting that you say that, because I was saying to you the other day, to be honest, I'm a victim of this, like, it's actually so ironic that we're doing this episode, because I am, I am, <laughs> yeah. I am a You're victim. You're actually the worst. Work, <laughs> literally. But, yeah, I was saying how, um, like, I usually pick a job, depending on how hard it's going to make me work, because I, I like the skills that I, that it's creating in me when I'm doing that, you know? Yeah. And, it's true it is true what they say if you are put under pressure that's when you achieve your best because you're pushed mm-hmm. to it but it 110% depends on the type of person you are you need to know yourself and know what why you're doing it
1: and know what works for you in order to be healthier and this isn't something that you've just had since you've been working yeah. this is something that has been instilled in like kids you know i remember so my school was a bit like this honestly if you didn't apply to oxbridge or medicine the teachers did not get, <laughs> did not care about your personal statement like oh, really? it was that kind of yeah it was that kind of school my math teacher said we just put you under immense pressure and you deal with it yeah. and i was just i remember thinking at the time because this was in a levels and i was like what is he talking about isn't every school this much pressure do we all have this much work to do yeah <laughs> i remember the words that he said because this is the first time i heard the pressure creates diamonds right and i was just like what was he talking about but it's because in our school it was just like that and you felt that stress just constantly And that's why we came out with good grades. It's not because we had exceptional teachers, state-of-the-art facilities. Like our school didn't even have lined paper most of the time. Like we had to bring it in ourselves. It was just rubbish. Yeah. Well, comparison to my school
0: where I had to run away from fireworks is a bit better. Do you know what I mean? Like. Is like you can't compare. Oh my god I'm sorry <laughs> I say sorry bruv it's not your fault But my point my point is, no no But this is this is a good thing because I think because of my school Yeah you went to like if you went to university Then you made it basically because like a handful of the people That I knew from school are now in prison I think because of that I've gone to the extreme now And yeah. and then it's like perpetrated by all this Nonsense that we see on tv and The media and social media etc and then that's where you create like an unhealthy
1: environment for you to live in. Yeah. Um, so that's interesting that we've yeah. both come to the same, a similar conclusion with very different, there were no fireworks in my school.
0: Bravo! <laughs> it was in year seven. My first week
1: I was running away from fireworks. Oh I take. swear down. What are your things that have come up today that you think, okay, I need to listen to that myself? Like taking your health more seriously. Probably that's the main thing. Okay. I mean, like health in general, like mental health.
0: Like, it's not enough putting yourself first because you're more important than your job or your career or whatever.
1: Yeah. What about yeah, you? What are you
0: need. gonna take from?
1: You don't need to earn your rest. When you said that, I wrote it down. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't need to earn your rest. You don't need to. Um, Big up that but one. But yeah, and yeah, that that was a good one. And I think also just surrounding myself with people that align to my values is something that I try to do a lot anyway. But I think the people that I already have around me, we could probably have this conversation um, and that would probably make it a bit more clear and yeah, help me just just make sure that I'm, I'm staying on track because I, I kind of know what I want or at least a little bit of what I want. So making that transparent with the people around me that will actually hold me accountable to it will probably help. We hope this episode has been useful even just to listen to and reflect on. It's been interesting to, to just talk about it so I'm glad that we had this conversation and please let us know what you think on Instagram is at a cup of T&E and on Twitter as well, same handle. Um, feel free to DM us or comment on any of our posts. We would love to hear from you. Thank you very much
0: for listening to this episode. And if you've got all the way to the end, then thank you so much because I know it's been a long episode. Please listen out for our next episode soon. And until then, take care and stay safe.